Hello, knowledge seekers. In this episode of 20-Minute Books, we dive into In Order to Live, a remarkable and harrowing memoir by Yonmi Park. In her book, Park chronicles her incredible journey of survival and escape from the oppressive regime of North Korea. Her story is one of immense courage as she recounts the struggles she faced while fleeing to China and the ultimate triumph of reaching safety in South Korea. Born into a world where the slightest misstep could mean imprisonment or death, Yonmi Park provides a rare inside look at one of the most secretive countries on earth. Her narrative is a testament to the human spirit's resilience and an eye-opening insight into the plight of those living under extreme totalitarianism. This book is a beacon for human rights activists, providing in-depth knowledge and understanding of the issues faced by defectors. It also caters to the curiosity of those intrigued by North Korean society and the incredible feats of individuals seeking freedom. Above all, it offers an uplifting story of liberation and hope, making it a must-read for anyone yearning to witness the strength of the human will against all odds. Yonmi Park has turned her experiences into a powerful tool for advocacy, working tirelessly to bring attention to the human rights violations in her homeland. Now a renowned activist living in the United States, her voice resonates with authority and authenticity. Don't miss the opportunity to immerse yourself in this profound tale of survival in In Order to Live. In Order to Live, A North Korean Girl's Journey to Freedom Introduction Escape from Darkness A Young Girl's Harrowing Trek from North Korea Imagine a realm where freedom is but a distant dream, a place where every whisper could be a seditious act, and every step is shadowed by the eyes of the state. This was Yonmi Park's world in North Korea, where the sun of liberty had long been eclipsed by the dictatorship that enshrouded its people in darkness. To live in such a place is to wear a mask of compliance, to silence your agonies, and to witness injustices that are as routine as the sunrise. Yonmi's life was never going to be easy. Born into a society rigidly divided by a merciless caste system, she and her family had to navigate a treacherous ocean of restrictions and decrees. Hunger gnawed at the belly of the nation, yet to speak of the pangs was to risk the wrath of the regime. To rebel, even in the privacy of one's heart, was to dance dangerously close to the fire. But a spark of defiance, small and flickering, lived within Yeon Mi. In her memoir, In Order to Live, she unfolds the narrative of her daring escape, a saga that would thrust her into perils far beyond the suffocating grip of her homeland. As we traverse alongside her on this perilous journey, we'll encounter the brutal network of human trafficking that awaited her across the Chinese border and will witness the indomitable spirit that carried her to the sanctuary of South Korea. Join us in this journey, not just a story of survival, but a testament to the human will to seek the light of freedom, even in the direst corners of the world. Part 1. The Bitter Truth Behind North Korea's Facade of Greatness Step into the somber landscape of North Korea, a place heralded by its leaders as the pinnacle of nations. 
Yet behind the facade, the populace languishes in a starkly different reality. It's a land where birth dictates destiny, slicing society into rigid castes that carve out pathways of privilege or penury. Imagine a life where survival hinges on stepping beyond the law, where food is an elusive treasure, and the ravages of hunger etch themselves into the gaunt faces that haunt the streets. This gruesome picture was everyday life for those like Yeonmi Park and her family, trapped within the lowest echelons of the Songbun system, the unforgiving hierarchy that dictated their fate. Yeonmi's tale began in the frigid shadow of Hayasan, a town eternally shivering at the whims of North Korea's bitter cold, often forsaken by the comforts of electricity and warmth. Yet, clinging to hope, Park, Jin Sik, Yeonmi's father, defied the odds. Fueled by yearning for a brighter tomorrow, he charted a clandestine course through the murky waters of smuggling, trading forbidden goods with China. His daring defiance offered rare luxuries, the tang of kimchi on the tongue, the elusive allure of fake finery, even glimpses of the revered Pyongyang, pleasures that, for many in Haesan, flickered only at the distant edges of possibility. But Hyacin was not merely a backdrop for Yonmi's family struggles. It was a tantalizing peak behind the veil that North Korea draped over itself. Perched on the banks of the Yalu River, Yonmi peered into an alien world, where the darkness of night was kept at bay by the constant hum of electricity, and where celebrations pulsated with life, a stark contrast to her own reality. These visions of China cast a luminous spell, teasing her with whispers of a life that could be, a life where scarcity was an alien concept. Fingers of this forbidden world reached through the iron curtains as pirated films and clandestine soap operas trickled in, unlocking Yeonmi's eyes to the vast expanse of the world beyond her bleak confines. Such stolen glimpses of external cultures sowed seeds of forbidden curiosity and the deep, tenacious root of hope. Hope for a life unfettered by the crushing weight of a caste where dreams and dramas were not damned behind a despot's decree. Part 2. A Perilous Escape The Park family's desperate bid for freedom in the ever-tightening noose of North Korean control, where the state's iron grip slowly suffocates every illicit endeavor, survival often teeters on the brink. For Yeonmi Park's family, sustaining their precarious livelihood became increasingly fraught as the tentacles of state-run markets strangled the life out of private trading ventures. Hunger, once a lurking shadow, now gnawed insistently at their lives, reducing their sustenance to the bare minimum. Compelled by the primal desire to provide for his family, Yeonmi's father turned to a dangerous gambit, the smuggling of precious metals. Every transaction was laced with the peril of discovery, the shadow of the gallows ever-present. Yet the risk brought them more than mere survival. It draped them in a tenuous veil of prosperity, with occasional luxuries peeking through. The cruel hand of fate, however, is indifferent to hope. An informant's whisper snatched away their brief flirtation with stability, plunging the Park family into a new abyss as Yonmi's father faced the grim reality of a labor camp. His release, won by deceit and the promise of a ransom that never existed, brought him back to the bosom of his family, not as a provider, but as a broken man, 
ravaged by illness and the inescapable spectre of his time in detention. Unable to revitalize the family trade, they were left adrift in hardship once more, propelling the Park family toward the bold decision that many in North Korea scarcely dare to dream, escape. They envisioned life beyond the Yalu, a chance to forge a path through China and stitch together a semblance of peace. But plans, delicate as spider silk, have a way of unraveling. Faced with the capricious change of seasons, own me, Yeonmi's older sister, slipped away in the night, leaving the Yalu's icy cradle to melt into the unknown. Upon recovering from illness, Yeonmi and her mother were greeted not with joyous reunion, but with absence, driving them into the arms of the very broker who had spirited Unmi away. As the curtain of night enshrouded their clandestine departure, Yeonmi and her mother waded into the frigid waters of the Yalu, their every step away from the grasp of an unforgiving regime, a step closer to elusive freedom. What lay ahead was a frontier fraught with uncertainties, yet in their hearts burned the undying ember of hope, the yearning to breathe air unpoisoned by fear. At last, under cover of darkness, they made their fateful crossing, unknowingly stepping from one harrowing chapter into another. Part 3. A Chilling Bargain. From one nightmare to another, the grass is not always greener on the other side. A harsh lesson Yonmi Park and her mother swiftly learned as they crossed the border into China, only to be ensnared by a dark web of human traffickers. Instead of the refuge they sought, they stumbled into a market where North Korean women were commodities, their humanity stripped, their freedom sold to the highest bidder. Yonmi and countless others like her were shuttled between handlers, each encounter laced with exploitation and degradation. These women, ensnared as brides to men embattled by illness and abuse, found their plight unrecognized, their status illegal. Lurking in the shadows, they faced a cruel dichotomy. Withstand the trauma of trafficking or risk being thrust back to the merciless hands of North Korean executioners. Amid this grim reality, Yeonmi's mother faced the grim fate of becoming a farmer's bride, while Yeonmi herself, despite her tender age, was claimed by Hong Wei, a kingpin in this ruthless trade. She bravely fought off his nightly invasions until, at the edge of despair, Hong Wei proposed a deal entwined with false promises, tempting enough to stave off Yeonmi's contemplation of the ultimate escape. Trapped within a twisted arrangement, Yeonmi became a translator, an unwilling apprentice in the world that had ensnared her. Yet uh, not all was lost. Her father managed to join them in China, and for a heartbeat, the shattered family savored togetherness. But uh, amid the flickering joy, tragedy struck. Yeonmi's father, emancipated from the grip of one tyrant, fell to the unyielding clutches of illness. His death was a desolate echo, reverberating through the feeble walls of their newfound life. Even as they mourned, the tides of fortune were turning. Hongwei's empire crumbled under the sweeping gaze of the government. Yeonmi and her mother drifted to the fringes. It was there that a glimmer of kindness in the bleakness emerged. Myung Ok's offer leading them to Shenyang and the shadowed existence of online sex work, Yeonmi's life, a tapestry of dark threads, 
saw a faint strand of hope when Soon spoke of Mongolia's promise. The South Korean embassy beaconed like a distant star, a dream of citizenship and rebirth. They were poised to brave the relentless Gobi Desert, to navigate the treacherous gauntlets of border patrols. Facing a perilous odyssey through the unforgiving sands, Yeonmi and her mother once again embraced risk as their constant companion. Theirs was a dance with danger, a sacrifice upon the altar of liberated life. Ready to eschew the shadows for a chance at sunlight, they set their sights on the horizon, where the promise of true freedom seemed to glimmer, if only just beyond reach. Part 4 A Dream Realized Life in South Korea as a North Korean defector, bundled in layers against the icy bite of a Mongolian winter, Yeonmi Park and her mother, alongside their group of weary travelers, clung to one another as they trekked towards freedom. It was the Christian missionaries in Qingdao who lit the way, guiding them through treacherous terrain to the gateway of South Korea. As the plane soared toward Seoul, Yeonmi's heart fluttered with the anticipation of a life unfettered, her eyes wet with the tears of a thousand silent prayers finally answered. Alas, freedom does not grant immediate sanctuary, nor does it promise instantaneous understanding. Yeonmi and the other defectors faced the scrutiny of the National Intelligence Service, their pasts dissected for any hint of subterfuge. Upon proving their genuine desires to defect, they were ushered into Hanawon, the cradle of their acclimatization into South Korean society. There, Yeonmi's resilience was tested yet again. The puzzles of bank accounts, the alien lyricism of English, and the stark revelations of North Korea's regime demanded her adaptability and sacrifice. Taking their first steps as South Korean citizens, Yeonmi and her mother settled in the city of Asan, where the harsh light of discrimination cast long shadows on their path. No stranger to adversity, they persevered. While Yeonmi's mother stitched together a livelihood from odd jobs, Yeonmi herself became a warrior of education, etching out her place within the sanctum of academia. With unyielding determination, Yeonmi dove into her studies, embracing the pages of textbooks and the vast expanse of digital knowledge. Her hard work culminated in an awe-inspiring ascent to the top echelons of her class, a beacon of her indefatigable spirit. But the realms of knowledge were not the only worlds she aspired to explore. Answering a call that resonated with gratitude and wanderlust, Yeonmi joined a Texan youth group, tracing back the kindness once bestowed upon her by missionaries. This journey, initially tethered to a five-month commitment, unfurled into plans of an extended American exploration. Yet, just as Yeonmi was poised to embrace this new chapter, the winds of fate swirled, beckoning her back to South Korean soil. The astonishing revelation that her sister, Yunmi, had finally breached the perimeters of freedom brought the narrative full circle. From the ashes of their fragmented past, the Park sisters stood reunited in South Korea, their bond a testament to the enduring resilience of family and the unconquerable quest for liberty. Part 5. From Survivor to Global Voice, Yeonmi Park's Crusade for North Korean Rights 
In the warmth of familial reunions and the embrace of newfound stability, Yeonmi felt the stirrings of a larger duty, a beckoning call to champion the voiceless hearts that still throbbed beneath the iron shroud of North Korea. Now fluent in the rhythms of contentment, her rejuvenated spirit led her to confront the daunting monolith of the English language, determined to wield it as a tool in her mission. With every syllable conquered, she was one step closer to the fulfillment of her quest. Yeonmi's journey veered onto an unexpected path, as destiny chiseled her role not within the secure confines of police administration, but on the front line of human rights advocacy. It began with her voice echoing through the halls of the Canadian Maple International School in Seoul. Encouraged merely as an exercise in English eloquence, Yeonmi unveiled her heart, weaving a narrative that resonated beyond mere practice. She spoke for an entire nation trapped in silence. Her voice became her vessel, steering her through vast oceans of international dialogues. As she detailed the grim landscape of her erstwhile homeland, Yeonmi became an envoy of suffering and hope, called upon by the United Nations and other global forums to bear witness against the injustices of the Kim regime. Her footprints marked the globe, her insights transcribed on the pages of the prestigious Washington Post, an indelible mark of her ever-growing influence. Yet with the spotlight came shadows. The North Korean government's watchful eyes traced Yeonmi's rise with ire and fear. Subtle threats morphed into overt propaganda campaigns, as interviews and engineered testimonies sought to dismantle the credibility she had built with her blood and tears. The rulers of the Hermit Kingdom churned their machines of falsehood, casting aspersions upon Yeonmi and her kin, attempting to muffle her truths with lies. But Yeonmi was no longer just a fleer in the night. She was a beacon of fortitude, an unbreakable spirit that no amount of slander could quench. Her resolve was ironclad, her purpose unwavering. Through her defiance and eloquence, Yeonmi Park became more than a survivor. She transformed into a torchbearer for change, etching her plea for humanity into the consciousness of the world. Her voice, now empowered and unfaltering, continued to radiate illuminating the dark corners of her past with the hope of a brighter, freer future for her people. Final Summary The tale of Yonmi Park transverses a landscape that is as harrowing as it is uplifting, revealing the stark realities concealed behind the steely facade of North Korea's regime. Seared by the brutality of life under the tight grip of oppressors, she and her family dared to dream of escape from the relentless hunger and fear that shadowed their existence. Their odyssey to freedom led them into the fresh, yet ultimately poisoned pastures of a hidden underworld in China, a labyrinth where their salvation was bartered for enslavement. Yet, from the tangled web of deceit and exploitation emerged a story not of defeat, but of defiance a narrative crowned with courage as Yeon Mi and her family braved uncharted terrains toward South Korea, seeking a refuge that was no mere mirage. Today, Yeon Mi's voice ascends beyond her personal saga to echo the silent cries of those still ensnared by tyranny. As a staunch advocate for human rights, 
Her testimony rends the veil of ignorance, shedding light on the stark plight of the North Korean people and the intertwined destinies of defectors ensnared by China's shadowy human trafficking rings. Yeonmi's resilience and tenacity exemplify the indomitable human spirit's quest for dignity, liberty, and justice. Enshrined as a catalyst for awakening and transformation, her life is a clarion call, an invitation for the world to stand, to listen, and to act. For within the chambers of her heart beats the universal yearn for freedom that knows no borders. Thank you for joining me today on this journey of learning and discovery as we explored the insights of another thought-provoking book in our growing library of knowledge. If you've enjoyed our time together, please take a moment to follow our podcast, give us a five-star rating, and share 20-minute books with other knowledge seekers. Your support truly means a lot. Don't forget to join me again in the next episode, where we will delve into another enriching book. Until then, happy reading and happy listening.